Today's podcast is brought to you by Something Blue by Anita Kay, specializing in wedding and event photography. Visit her page on Facebook. For those in love, capture those memories with Something Blue by Anita Kay. The Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast with Mark Pulo starts now. This much power in the cartoon world. A podcast, and I was told that if I did your podcast, that I would, you know, advance to the next level. And we're podcasting and photographizing in front of the great. The worst gigs of their life are, are with, because of Marpulos. <laughs> Anyone want a husband? Free, free to a home. Now it doesn't even have to be a good home. Just free to a home. Ladies and gentlemen, Andre the Giant would like to do his impression. Of Willie Nelson. Suck yourself dry! Oh, Alright. Hello folks and welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm Podcast. I am your host, Mark Poulos. It's good to be back on the program today. I interview a, a, funny, a very funny comic from uh, Dallas, Texas, uh, Thomas Nichols. He was uh, hosting the shows at the Looney Bin in Oklahoma City when I was there. Big fan of comic books and video games and such. So we uh, we bonded over the uh, uh, over a kind of obscure video game named Shadow Man that we both loved playing. We chat about that and and a ton more. So enjoy my interview with Thomas Nichols. We're recording a podcast. Yeah. I wish I had a third mic, then you could be on here. Wait, so we... It's past, man. You could, you, you, could, you could say, you could share you're with sitting, Thomas over there if you want to. You're sitting at a recliner with a stage microphone. That's right, man. <laughs> this is how I do. It's really... Yeah, we're going to tape one. I, I set everything up to record with Thomas because I, I didn't know you were still in the house, truthfully. I thought you had left. <laughs> you took a walk to the gas station <laughs> for some coffee, man. Yeah, we started we started talking about Shadow Man, the video I mean, game, and uh, I was like, we got to get this only, down. Only two American it. alive that know this game. Have like, you never played Shadow Man? No, Mike Brody. Sounds like some famous last words. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You ever gone in the bathroom and <laughs> looked in the mirror and uh, you ever done Bloody Mary? Yeah, Shadow Man three times? Have you ever done that? <laughs> Did that mean no? Did that mean no? I think a lot of people haven't done that. I've never done it because there's a 1%, there's a 0.0001% chance it's true and I don't want to deal you with it. You want to take a chance? That's true, man. I appreciate that. That's, that's one thing that adults still to this day have not done. Like there's some people out there that are like 30 years old. <laughs> I get the feeling that uh, there's one cultural section of America that don't don't feel fool around with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's one specific section that don't feel around with that shit. I mean, I got the balls to do it, you know. I, I, well, no, I, mean, I to this day I, I want a done. specific specific episode to tackle your stuff, Mike. I don't want to get muddled in to the silly comic book shit we're going to talk about <laughs> with the serious ghost talk 
I mean, last night's conversation would, would be great. Like, I, mean, I know. I was like, I went to bed last night, and I'm like, you got to be shitting me that I didn't just, like, turn on a recorder during that whole fucking That would be crazy like, dope, man. But then again, I was like, eh, it's it was kind of like a, a nice personal, like, conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Definitely. It doesn't need to be recorded for... Well, I thought you meant recording yourself sleeping. I was like, what? Yes. <laughs> God, that's an hour of magic. Just me snoring. <laughs> no, the... <laughs> The conversation about the ghost stories, life man, the and ghost angels stories. and love and all that jazz. So, well, well we're gonna. I'm gonna go walk to the gas station. You guys play Shadow Man. All right, sounds good. Man. I wish we could play Shadow Man right now. Do you want to borrow my car? You can borrow my car. I don't yeah, care. Nice okay. Sounds good, brother. When you get back, it's go time. Okay. <laughs> this was all recorded, by the way. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care. We fly by the seat of our pants. <laughs> I suppose I should formally introduce you to the podcast audience if they're actually listening to this episode. So it's Thomas, say your last name. Thomas Nichols. Just Nichols? Nichols, yep. It's spelled strange, though, Strip. right? Well, I mean, it's, it's actually some other people, the last name. I already looked it up on Facebook. Oh, okay. And I friended all of them, so we all... <laughs> so I had like that it. happen to me one time. I was... Uh, I, and it happened all at once. Like there's apparently like four Mark Pulos's on Facebook, yeah. and like one of them was like, "Hey, it's crazy. Your name's Mark Pulos. My name's Mark. We should be friends on Facebook." And I was like, "Oh, all right. I guess that's kind of silly." Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And then the other one, uh, I don't think the fourth one even contacted me. But so then, all three of us were friends. Yeah. And the funniest thing about it was uh, one of them had a very opposite political views to me yeah. and was posting things <laughs> yeah. and coming up in the timeline and people thought it was me because it was just <laughs> the name. He was saying all this horrible shit about like abortion and gun control and stuff and they're like, wow, Mark, you're getting really political today. And I'm like, that's not me. I had to unfriend him because I'm like, I can't deal with this. And then evil twin. even worse was the other guy um well i guess it wasn't his fault but he was single and he was posting all this stuff about him out with ladies and all this kind of stuff and comments about women he met and stuff like that and my wife was like what the hell's all this shit you're posting on your facebook i'm like it's not me so i had to unfriend the other mark pulos and i was like that's it so I just changed my my personal page to my legal name because I'm like I don't even want to deal with it anymore. And so you got the the fan. So page I've got now. the fan page. I'm like, you want to deal with the comedy? Go to yeah. the fan. I don't need that shit on my personal. Have you ever googled page. your name? Oh, <laughs> like, every day. Like, like Google, like Google image it. Yes, every day. Yeah, I always myself. Like, the first picture I think of mine is like a a, a prisoner. I think. Oh, <laughs> I, I got a prisoner as mine. How man. bad? What did you do, hey, man? Hey, I wasn't. What did you do? <laughs> For a minute, for for about the first ten years of my life, I was a white guy, and uh, wow. I went to, I went to jail for things. Things have <laughs> gotten quite different. And I changed it up. <laughs> changed it. Up. I had to change my image, man. <laughs> to a black guy that wears hoodies, I had to change it. But so, uh, born and raised in Texas, Dallas, yeah, Dallas, Dallas Texas. Texas. Yeah, I have. Uh, I I had the pleasure of performing in Dallas one time. Mm -hmm. uh, the Comedy Zones started a gig at the at the. Was it the Hard Rock? Yeah, the Hard Rock in Dallas. It was like right down the street from the university. Okay, okay. 
it's a very funny story. I don't know if I've ever told on the podcast before, but I was opening for a guy from Chicago who was wearing a suit and tie, and the whole crowd was college kids, and oh, I went yeah. up, and I just, like, murdered the whole place, because yeah. this was, like, eight years ago, so all my material was, like, drinking and party jokes, all that kind of Murdering stuff. Murdering means he did good, people. What's that? <laughs> Murdering means he did good, people. Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> You're not on the, I wasn't just stabbing people in the audience. <laughs> wow. No, I was doing really good. And he got up there and he got about 10 minutes in and nobody was laughing. So he started making jokes about how bad he was doing and pretending to have a nervous breakdown. Yeah. And then later on, when it still wasn't going well, he literally had a physical, like, mental <laughs> breakdown on stage. He was like... He was like, "What is going on here?" And some guy goes, uh, oh, man. "When do you when do you get to the funny jokes?" Oh. And he was like, "What?" And the best the best part of the whole thing was another table came to his defense, yeah, and was like, "Hey, give him a break. He's he's doing good." And then he attacked the table that was defending that was helping him. him. <laughs> he goes, "If I'm doing so good, why the fuck aren't you laughing at me?" Like, and they're like, "Hey, hey, this like, was a poetry slam." <laughs> We're helping you. So yeah, that was oh, the only great. time I ever performed in Dallas. I'm sure your your home club then was probably Hyenas. Hyenas, yep. yeah. Yep. Hyenas Arlington and I started actually uh, I believe the day after Halloween. Which was You started great. November first? I believe so. Either but either <clears throat> the day before or the day after Halloween. One of the two. Yeah. The crazy part, um, we're working at the Looney event in Oklahoma City this week, and, and the feature act is another good friend of mine, uh, Mike Brody. Brody. And apparently we started, or he started one day before I started. Oh, and we've both dope. been doing it the exact same amount of time. Like, we've both been doing comedy same for club? 15 years. No, he started in Iowa, and I started in Minneapolis. But he eventually came to Minnesota, and he gets so angry because he did comedy oh. in Iowa for two years yeah. before he came to Minneapolis. So there was, like, this core group of comics that mm -hmm. I came up with that he he – you know genuinely feels that he's a part of that group and he is yeah but there's always that tiny asterisk next to his name because oh, he came in man. two years two later years than later. everybody else oh, that <laughs> he, sucks, dude. he gets so angry about it he's that like sucks. i'm part of it like, yeah i know <laughs> but you weren't the originals so the original like, damn it you're a replacement you're <laughs> you're like one of the band leaders that left and then came back <laughs> so how many hyenas are there is it two uh, or three there will be three uh, I believe next month. Holy shit! Where's um, the third one? The third opening? one will be in Plano, Plano, Texas. So we got Plano. one in Fort Worth, Texas, that have been there for a long. That's at the the home club. That's the very first one. Okay. Uh, they remodeled that like three times, and it looks incredible. So, I'll have to uh, chat with you about how you actually work those clubs when we get off just, the air. I, I go there. I'm actually know. there next week. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm there. I'm <laughs> featuring for for them next week in, in Fort Worth, uh, uh, Friday uh, and Saturday. Who are you working with down there? Um, I forgot his name. <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs> He's a great headliner, though. <laughs> He's a great headliner. Uh, yeah, come so on. That's, that's what's going to happen when you're at Hyenas next week. They'll be like, who'd you work with in Oklahoma City last week? Ah, like, oh, uh, no. he was a good guy. I don't he, know who the fuck he was. We did a podcast together. <laughs> we did a podcast together. It was great. Uh, Someday, well, I'll hear. He, he like Shadow Man. I remember yeah, that. that fucking, was... Let's get into this. <laughs> So, uh, the listeners of the podcast that are fans of uh, the video game type things, 
I don't know how many people are going to relate to this. I don't know. But dude. you know what? We're going to go with it because one of my favorite video games to play was Shadow Man, and I just blew Thomas's mind because we just started talking about his PlayStation once. and shit, and I was like, you ever play a game, Shadow Man? He's just like lost his mind. He's like, <laughs> did we talk about this already this week? And I'm like, no, why? And he goes, it's my favorite game. I'm obsessed with that game, and I'm just like, I was too, too man. dope. For the nineties, like that, no, that oh, came out. Okay. Was that nineties? Yeah, it was the nineties. But that game to come out in the nineties, that was the storyline and just everything that was, was put into that man. game was before yeah. its time, like incredible. Because so. it was like voodoo shit. Yeah, uh, a dead guy like crossing over between a lot theatrical or uh, ethereal planes, as they say. He would go and and hang out with the dead people, and then he he'd was come the, back. He to was the, the king of the dead, pretty much. King of the dead. He like uh like he uh, had that tat- tattoo on his chest, right? That would yeah. help him. The shadow mask was sh- yeah, embedded shift, in his chest. Shift from from day to from night to darkness or whatever, or yeah, light to dark, or whatever. So all he he only got his powers at night. And it That's was always right. night on the dead side. Yeah. So, when so if was, it was like sunny out, he was just like a yeah, normal, a normal dude guy. Like getting his ass kicked. He was a jazz player. <laughs> he was a jazz player. If you ever get it, whenever you get into the comics, dude, it's so much that you find out about him and his past. Well, like, that was the other thing. I did not know this. What came for the comic came before the, comic the video came, game? Yeah, the comic came back and came out on like... 89 maybe okay which is the y'all was pretty much born so somebody that's so crazy that someone at nintendo mm-hmm. was like or whatever the company was acclaim that, acclaim yeah. that made the video game was like let's let's do a video game on this kind of unknown comic book you know yeah. but i mean for them it was probably like the easiest thing in the world because they have these comic yep. books with a storyline they can just lift it and, and that's put not the it first in the video one. game. That's definitely not the first one. The the first, uh, no, actually, Shadow Man was the first one that Acclaim took, I think. Yeah. But uh, Torok was the one that they also Torok. got from there. Torok came out along what with Shadow Man at the same Torok? time. Torok? Uh, he was a dinosaur hunter. <laughs> and they, if you saw the game... <laughs> You saw the game. All right, I can. You will probably know what I'm talking about. But I got that. I got. I brought that with me as <laughs> well. <laughs> I have that in my pants. I have right that now. with me. How do you spell it? T U R O K. Okay. And uh, that was actually one of uh, uh, another great game that came out from Acclaim. Turok the Dinosaur um, Hunter. It was on 64. Oh, you know what? I've I used see? to see that. See? You know how you'd like go to fucking Walmart or or, uh, or Best Buy or something, mm-hmm. and they'd have all the games in the glass case because yep. you couldn't. They didn't want you to steal them. Steal them. I'd always see that one, and I just like pass over because I was Dude, just like, you uh, missed just, out, like, man. Like a crazy dinosaur game. You know when I did the when I did the Google search, uh, I guess they're doing a movie of that game too. I would I don't know I haven't heard that yet from yeah. from Valiant. They've been they got like huge. They want to make it a household name, so they're going to take it all the way to the movies now. Wait a minute! And uh, they already made the movie. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Well, there's yeah. It's, no way. Turok, Son of the Stone. That's the live that's action the Turok dinosaur movie came out in 2008. And I missed that? Let's, what is? Let's run this trailer. <laughs> I'll just put it up to my microphone here. It's 
it's Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Son of a bitch. They, f- they, got they so fucking good. got me, man. Damn it. And of course, this is you. not a visual medium, but it was like a total, like, two guys in their backyard. It was a college movie. project. Oh, God. Oh, I hate that shit. They get me with that shit all the time on YouTube. That was the greatest thing ever, man. Oh, God, man. I, I, I get so jazzed up, like, like the trailers for the new, like, you know, Suicide Squad and, yeah, and yeah, Thor yeah, and all this yeah. shit. And they'll be like, the official trailer. And, like... <laughs> I can sniff it out in the first like two minutes because like a uh, they'll put in like a quick shot of a scene and you're like that was in fucking yeah. Terminator Two, damn it! <laughs> yeah. You're like the, this is not the movie. I didn't know Harley Quinn had a metal arm. I didn't know. Oh that. yeah, get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Terminator Two. Man. It's just they show a scene from uh, Wolf on Wall Street. Yeah. And it's like wait a minute. Yeah, it's the same actress, but that's not the movie. That's not the movie at all. They God, do that all the time, dude. I feel like such a dumbass right now, That was now, hilarious, Thomas. though. That I mean, was great. <laughs> I, you surprised me. You were all jazzed up. You were like, like let's really? do this. Oh, my God. Did I do it? I mean, right now, honestly, with it. I'm never going to live this with, down. <laughs> I'm not going to let you. <laughs> with the um, with Jurassic Park coming out and being such a good success in the yeah. movie day, like, Torak would be a perfect. Because they, they had to escape so dinosaurs. What, what but Torak went ahead and tried to. Kill dinosaurs. So, what was the premise of that video game? That there was an um, area with dinosaurs, and they just decided correctly. to go there and kill them for some reason. Well, actually, well, actually, it was like his village people would get. He's an Indian guy. Okay. Uh, his village Native people, American. Native Thomas. American. Native American. <laughs> just kidding. Shout outs to the Native Americans. Uh, Columbus I'm, Day. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember correctly. His people were getting killed off by, this is going to get weirder, uh, some lizard-type people. <laughs> and But they, but it was back in the day, so dinosaurs like existed. You know what I mean? So it was back then. And, oh, um, okay. So they were just so around. So he was a caveman? Uh, no, no. He wasn't oh, a caveman. Oh, so they just kind of, they re- he, rewrote history a little yeah, bit. That the little dinosaurs bit. lasted a little longer a little than longer. they should have. Okay. Exactly. And... Uh, he was trying to like pretty much take out the the little lizard group of people that were there. Okay. And the dinosaurs were just around. You know what I mean? So, so. Tur- Turok next to uh, Shadow Man was one of your favorite games to play. Like uh, story wise, yes. If somebody was like, but Shadow Man has to be the greatest story I've ever played. Yeah. Ever. Because it was so. Uh, yeah, I mean the, and like the graphics in it seemed like ahead of their time. And yeah. Like just like definitely the the buildings and the weapons and all that shit it was just so much fun to play it got a great rating yeah and the uh i mean what did you because like a lot of these games like from the 80s and 90s boiled down to the boss battle at the end of the game like whether it was worth it or not you know yeah like because there's tons of people that are talking about uh arkham knights like the final scene where he fights and it turns out to be uh his old Robin Robin, is playing, you know, whatever being manipulated by the Joker. Right. And it's like, I guess they consider it one of the greatest boss battles at the end of a video game. I, you know, for the life of me, I can't really remember the fight sequence with, uh, I feel like 
the fight sequence with Jack the Ripper was like Dude, you oh would fight God. him and then you would get to a point and he like turned into something else, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, this, that whole fight was one of the creepiest fights in the game that I've ever had because I remember like I played, I beat the game like four or five times. Yeah. And it was one of the times where I think it's the first time. Like the fucking music too the and mu- everything. He played it was just the, um, so I forgot what he played. Um, the harpsichord or some crazy like giant some Beethoven organ thing. thing. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I forgot. But uh, all of it was just so creepy. Like you would you would run into him in like a, a train station, and that's where he like developed like the whole game plan of what to do, the blueprint for the buildings mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and. As you were running toward him, you would shoot him, and then like if you're gonna die, like you start to run away, and I started to die, and I ran away, yeah. and then he would disappear, like you wouldn't see him at all, and then next thing you know, you're walking down this alley, and down the train station, you'll see him on top of the ceiling, and he's crawling on top of the ceiling like really fast. Oh, that's right. And then he would jump down and cut you, and then jump back up to the ceiling, and then keep oh, running. God. Dude, it was so creepy, man. Oh my, and I, that 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 moment right there, I was like, I was scared, but I was I, like, this game is the greatest game. <laughs> I hate Ever. spiders or anyone that pretends to be a spider. <laughs> so you don't That's, like Spider-Man at all? I don't like... <laughs> Spider-Man. You know, what's, you know what's weird? James and John Peach? how much I hate spiders. I actually am a, a pretty big fan of the Spider-Man. He's, I like him as a superhero. Movies or whatever. I love him as a superhero. What is, what is wrong with Spider-Man? Why can't they get it right? I don't... They keep fucking they, rebooting it and putting different people in there. You know why? They just can't capture At it. At the end of the day, Spider-Man fans want only two things. Okay. Venom yeah. and Carnage. That is it. Like, every yeah. other villain has been done. And that's the problem. Like, you go... Like, yeah. when it comes to Batman, nobody wants to see... Um, everybody wanted to see Joker, of course. Yeah. That's why you would go to the movies. Nobody wants to see... The, what's the other guy? Bane, Bane. Oh, Bane. Nobody yeah. cares about that. Where's Penguin at? Where is the ones that we know? Yeah, that everybody knows. Well, that's it. That's the whole thing. Like I would run into because I wasn't actually a big comic book reader. Mm-hmm. You know, I only knew like the bullet points of the right. of the superhero villain fights. You know, like you you say Superman, it's like Lex Luthor right. and. Uh, who didn't have uh, powers? Doomsday and like that kind of huh? Lex Luthor didn't have powers at all, so I was like, no, how is, yeah. How is this just... guy with no power able to beat a guy with every power? Well, because he uh, he had the money, he had the brains, and he had the money. It was like, and that's kind of the whole idea of the Superman versus Batman Which, thing is yeah. like Batman he has win. the money and the intellect versus you know ultimate powers or whatever, but. Every time, like, one of these movies would come out and there was, like, some new villain that I didn't know, I yeah. would kind of lose a little interest, interest in it, you know? Like, when the first Spider-Man came out and it was Goblin, I was like, that's fucking, that'll be fun, you know? Because I know who the Green Goblin yeah. is. Yeah, But it's just, like, I knew who Bane was just because, <laughs> unfortunately, I watched that horrible Batman and Robin movie where they had Bane in that one. Did they have him in yeah. that one? So in that one, Bane was like Poison Ivy's like. Where's uh, she at? Yeah, there's no Poison there's Ivy no in poison the new ones. She was in Catwoman's not even in it. Yeah, Catwoman's not in. The- <laughs> I mean, I would, I would, I would be like, yo, Catwoman's in this. Okay, it might have some potential. I would probably go see. This. How many women has Batman almost banged? Is it just? <laughs> is it just Catwoman? Is like his. 
Because I feel like there was other ones. I, I wouldn't want. I, I mean, know. if he was sleeping with Poison, that would suck to sleep. But it's with weird too because like there's so many alternate universes in the comic books. Yeah. You know where they're like. Usually, it kind of feels like sometimes when you look across the scale of comic books and stuff that it's just one long like Dungeons and Dragons thing <laughs> where somebody takes a step back and says, "What if?" Batman was in an alternate universe, but he was the Flash. You know, and people are like, let's do that <laughs> let's comic do that. book. That sounds great. You know, <laughs> that does happen a lot. Dude. I, I mean, it wasn't that many. It's it's not. I will say this: it's not a lot of um, women superheroes. Unfortunately, like I don't get why. Yeah, there should be a lot more. Uh, because they push it now. They, they I, definitely are. They I think they are. are uh, Netflix's next series is gonna be uh, that chick or I whatever. Forgot her name. Yeah, I just saw a trailer for yeah. it the other day. She's married to Luke Cage or something, which is like gonna that. be interesting. I forgot who they yeah. got to play Luke Cage. They got I haven't. To play. I don't know if they've cast it yet. Have they? Yeah, they, yeah, they have. I know I Joe uh, Benthenhall or whatever the hell his name is from Walking Dead is playing the Punisher, which yeah. is like. A perfect it's, casting, man. I mean, I saw from seeing what he did in Rockin' Dead, that's perfect. So And I wasn't maybe a fan I'm of an the idiot, Punisher but either. is but is Luke Cage different from the Mortal Kombat guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh Johnny <laughs> Cage. Johnny Cage. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> one is black, one is not. Oh, all right. One, one, one is, kicks one is and black, one is, one is not. Both have powers. <laughs> but uh, Johnny Cage shoots some green stuff. Luke Cage doesn't. <laughs> Wait, Johnny Cage shoots green stuff? Yeah, he shoots some green. I forgot what it was, dude. Like, if you play Mortal Kombat two, he shot Je- some. Green Jessica stuff. Jones is the is the next yeah, Netflix. Yeah, but I don't thing, know. Yeah. I don't who who is that? Who's that? Who's playing Jessica Jones? No, I mean, like, who is Jessica Jones? Like, who? She's uh, Luke Cage's wife, oh. but I don't know. Uh, I don't know anything else about her. And that's, that's oh wait, did they cast Luke Cage? And I think this is what this is going to. This is who is what, that guy? What I think they're going to do. Uh, yeah, they casted him already. Yeah, who is new? Who is I casted guy? the Black Panther too. Mike Mike Coulter is going to play Luke Cage. Mike Coulter. And what the hell was he? Is that his name? For? That's not like yeah. a reporter. Uh, Mike C O L T E R. Yeah. Coulter. Let's see what he's known for here. Uh, Halo Nightfall. Okay, okay, that's what he's known for. I don't. That's a, that's a movie. Apparently, he's done nothing. Uh, hilarious. <laughs> well, that should work well. <laughs> but I suppose that guy that played uh, Daredevil hadn't done that much stuff before it either, and he was no. freaking amazing. Oh my god. Yeah. Did you see the new da- I, I Daredevil series? No. Well, I've, I've heard great things about it. Oh, my God. Beyond it Measures. so good, dude. And that's what I think they're so doing. They, they're they going to take a lot of the, unfortunately, like, small characters that they yeah. had and make them, like, really huge because... I, I freaking love what Marvel's doing right now. With the like, shield? I, with, sh- with the crossover with the shield to mm-hmm. the movies and now to the Netflix where they're actually saying that, like the the people that are playing the series on there are actually gonna Me make the, the, the
the transfer to the movies, which I think and is all that kind of stuff. They should I mean, definitely all do that. the platform. That's crazy. They have the the comic books, the TV, the Netflix, the mm-hmm. movies, and they're all connected. You know, and and DC's got to fucking step up its game, man. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know that some a lot of these stories are based off of a lot of comic books that are coming. Like a lot of people didn't oh, know Walking yeah. Dead was based off comic, even though yeah. that comic book series was huge. Well, we were. I was talking to somebody else about The Walking Dead, and I read this thing that said, you know, people's favorite character in The Walking Dead, a lot of them is Daryl, because yeah, yeah. he doesn't exist in the comic books. Yeah. So he's like a wild card. He's dope. And they never know if he's going to be alive in the next episode or be dead, because no one can ever, no one knows what his story is. But you know, I love him because he's just loyal to the group. Like yeah. He, he he's the guy that. Regardless of what, as long as you he know like you know he has your back. Yeah. As long as you being the leader, he's the, the right hand man. Yeah. Did I mean? you uh, have you seen? Uh, we were talking yesterday. You haven't seen any of the Fear of the Walking Dead? No, I haven't. They showed a marathon Sunday. Yeah. I think. Well, the it was funny because the premiere episode came out, and it's literally the first episode mm-hmm. of what they would consider Ground Zero. You know, of this entire epidemic as far as it crosses over the Walking Dead comic books. And Fear of the Dead isn't, uh, Walking Dead isn't based on anything. They just got together and were like, this show's doing really good. Maybe we make another another one one. and we make more money. So that's basically it. So it's like all the way in Los Angeles away from Atlanta. And they're like, which is, which is like weird. That they're doing that yeah. in, Los, in Los Angeles as well as releasing a game that takes place in Los Angeles with the same series. Walking Dead? Um, or Fear the Walking Dead video no, game? They have um, the Dead Island 2 is coming out. Oh, okay. Dead Island, is it 2 or 3? I think it's 3. And it's taking place in Los Angeles too. Weird. So it's either it came out or already came out. One of the two. Okay. But it, that got a huge buzz. And pe- people were angry at the show because it didn't start immediately with zombies. <laughs> and I was like, you guys are fucking idiots. Like, what do you expect? Like, they're like there has to be some backstory to, the to what life was before the epidemic. Like, you you know, I've, obviously it's not going to be half the season right. of just people living their lives. And then one <laughs> point they're like, hey, everybody's getting kind of sick. Like... That first episode is literally the teetering point between normal life and the epidemic. Which is you great. know. And they decided to you know, there's four blocks of the show, mm-hmm. you know, three commercial breaks. So they decided to make the first three blocks mm-hmm. like life before the epidemic, and then the last block, you know, you see your fir- they see the first zombie, you know. So it's dope. And people are like that was shit. Like we should have had zombies right away. It's well, like, come on. Well, I, we I've had this conversation a, a lot about what people think of when it comes to like TV shows or any kind of games. Everybody right now is relatively spoiled yeah. when it comes to things. So sure, as far man. as like story wise, they want like instant gratification, and they want well, that's what they want from everything. But that that help that that's hard to develop a story like that. Yeah. And that's what people. That's what. That's why a lot of stories that come on now just not that good that's why it always uh it it always blows my mind when you see a comedian Mm. who's able to captivate an audience like with with storytelling yeah where it may not be like the funniest thing you've ever seen but you know just the fact that 
that they're captivated. They're able you know? to get their attention yeah. and hold it. Because, I don't know, man. I feel like when I'm up there and I take a, a little too long to set up a joke, yeah. people already start losing, losing interest. It. You know, it's like, God, it's like, how short does the setups have to be? Just like, <laughs> Dude. hey, look at this. Doing this. I'm doing that. I'm looking this. Doing that. You know? But then you get past that. Then you become, uh, then you become Claude Stewart. Yeah, and yeah. Did they? Sh- did Mike show you his, Claude Stewart's closer? Uh. Uh-uh. All right, we got to do this live on the podcast because we need, we need, we <laughs> we need to get the uh, actual reaction from the. Uh, so if pe- people aren't uh, aren't aware of who. Uh, Claude Stewart is. Claude Stewart's a really nice guy, okay? He's also a, a funny comedian, but uh, but I wrote, I wrote a blog a couple days ago, or I think it was like last week. It's up on my, uh, my website if you want to check out the blog, but it's all about the difference between uh, performance-based comedians and writing-based comedians. Because there's like a division in comedy right now, and I think it's always kind of been there, where you have certain comedians that base their entire set on writing. Like, the material that they do, it's all based on, on their writing. And then there's other comedians where the majority of their act is based on performance. Yeah. Where there's not much act out substance to I mean, it yeah it's just a lot of a lot of uh smoke and mirrors as they like to say okay you know okay. it's a lot of uh impressions a lot of music oh, a lot man. of dancing a lot of animation i gotta be honest you know? dude the music gets to me dude like as soon yeah. as they start bringing out the t- guitar yeah. I'm like, i gotta get out of here like, I but I, r- I wrote this blog uh last week because I've always been a comic that's that's rooted in in writing based. Yeah, like, yeah. I just always felt weird about being like Jim Carrey on stage, where it was like just like <laughs> so much acting out, you know, with the faces and yeah. like yeah, you know, two shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I go, I just want to be rooted in writing. Like I feel like at the end of the day no matter what you're doing like if you can craft these really special material you know these really special jokes that people can hang on to after they leave that's what's going to sustain you yeah yeah you know like to this day if you talk to people about comedy they always bring up their favorite jokes you know the favorite things and it's always you know people will talk about you know peanut butter and jelly in the same jar with brian regan or they'll talk about uh the seven dirty words with George Carlin. And yeah. it's just like all this material that's rooted in writing. And then there's this whole, and don't get me wrong. Like I, I don't want to look down on them for what they do. It's mm-hmm. just not my cup of tea. Right. And it's always interesting to me when somebody takes, cause there's a whole other section of comedians, whether you're writing based or performance based that have uh what's called closers yeah where they spend years crafting these Mm -hmm. big elaborate endings to their show and it usually involves music and costumes and and that kind of stuff stripping strip for some reason they always end up in their underwear yeah with no shirt on and it's just like 
Oh man, like, like this, <laughs> I thought, like, I remember when I started doing comedy, I was like, I want to be able to do this when I'm, even if I have to, at seventy-two. Yeah, man. So I'm not gonna get naked at seventy-two. No, I'm gonna be up for so. If I, you get naked at twenty-two, that's even now you got to get naked for the rest of your career. For the rest of your life. Yeah, for the rest. That's of That's the life. reason why you're getting booked. But it's like if you and the other side and of then it I'm too, a nudist on top of that. Like if you start out as a character, yeah, yeah, you're that character for the rest of your life. And I didn't you know? want to do any of that. It's like disgruntled clown haywood banks uh these characters where you're like you're that guy now you can't ever not be that guy you can't, that's why we booked you yeah for the beginning that's why you can't come you. out without the the clown costume on and be like you know i don't you feel like being the clown you're anymore. not kiss yeah you're fine yeah. <laughs> you're not kiss man you can't go in with no makeup so on. so mike was working with um claude stewart who's one of I, these guys claude, that's rooted yes. in performance yes. based i remember i featured him. And, oh okay yeah so I, I, the last time I had worked with him, which was 10 years ago, yeah. his, uh, his closer was this thing where, uh, and it's kind of a funny story. I don't know if it's true, but somebody told me it was true. So he had this closer where the whole point of it was that no man can resist the drum solo in, in the air tonight by, uh, I think, uh, I think uh, he did the same. What uh, the hell is that guy's uh, name? Uh, Phil Collins. Phil Collins. So he would act out this thing where he's asking his girlfriend to marry him. Mm -hmm. And right when he starts it, they start the song mm -hmm. in the air tonight. So he's like, you know, I love you. You're the best part of my life. And then he kind of slowly loses interest because he hears the, the guitar, the drum solo coming out. Oh, no. And he kind of, when it happens, then he just starts doing the drum solo. Yeah. And he would do it for a while. And then that was the end of his show. And so the story goes that... He was living in L.A. with a guy who somehow got onto the revision team for the first Hangover script. Oh, okay. okay. And pitched the scene where Tyson does the air drum solo yeah, yeah. To in the air tonight. And he's convinced that he stole that idea oh, from his set. Oh, man. And he goes, even if he didn't steal that idea from, from my set, like that material is gone it's now. gone like yeah. i can't do that everybody's gonna be like well, what are you doing the hangover right you know, it's like oh dude so i asked mike i'm like so what what is he closing on now and mike just started laughing he goes i actually i videotaped it because i did not understand it i did <laughs> not get it was it so killing though he's he sent me the video man oh man you choose for yourself here we go so he he dances to uh I'm a crazy you're a crazy bitch. What people can't see in it. I might about I might post this to YouTube because um so i don't know if people remember the the song it was from like the 90s was yeah. it or early yeah. 2000s buck cherries i'm a crazy bitch um oh, so he's i don't know if he actually does the whole song it's got to be like half of it and uh please yeah pretty much just uh See, I would say, I, I, just dances to the song. That's a come on. That's a closer, and and, and, and he uh, acts out every kind of specific wording in it. Mm -hmm. Like, 
the hay he waves, <laughs> the crazy bitch he points to his head and moves his finger, and then he says, okay. your pussy's so good, I'm on top of it. Then he acts out a lady riding a dude's penis. He's going to do that at 75. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like that, at that, come on. I mean, of course... Uh, uh, well, what's funny uh, okay. too is because I th- I think he's just gotten to the point where he's like, because his closer before the drum solo mm-hmm. thing was, um, it was like a total hack joke. I'd I've seen like ten comics do it, uh, and I'm not exaggerating. But the the joke was like when you get pulled over for a DUI stop and the police officer tries to mess you up and tells you to do the alphabet backwards yeah. because people oh. that are really intoxicated can't do can't it. Can't do it backwards. So then the comics would be like, you know, uh, oh, you know, let me give this a try. It goes, yeah, Z, Y, X. And then they do the whole alphabet backwards really mm-hmm. fast. And then they say something clever at the end. Um, like my buddy who used to do it, he would say, because uh, now I know my CBAs and fuck <laughs> off pig and let me on my way or whatever. And people would fucking lose their minds. Yeah. So he was like, he he stopped doing that because everybody was doing the same thing. I think he's just gotten to a point where he's like, I don't think anyone right now is miming the song that? Crazy Bitch. No, 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 no nobody. <laughs> nobody. But everybody knows it. Yeah. And that's why it's going to get that applause. Right? That's why he's going to close on something like that. You're, gonna, you're not going to close on a song that nobody knows. You're not gonna close, you got to close yeah. on a single. You're not going to close on <laughs> like track five. I, I, he's going to close, track five. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna close to uh, sad, sad Town from the, Johnny Walker Band. The, the only song, the only person that you could pick any song and everybody, everybody would know is Michael Jackson. That's yeah. it. Now, have you seen, because I've seen a lot of comics do this with a closer, where they'll structure a story by using the titles of things. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, Like, like I've seen uh, a lady do uh, titles of soap operas. Uh, I saw a guy talk about his... The Days of Our Lives and all yeah, that. Yeah, I saw a guy uh, talk about his sexual... Uh, escapades by using the names of old board games <laughs> that's actually not that bad yeah, i like that that's that was probably one. my favorite one uh, <laughs> i also saw another lady talk about her prowess in the bedroom by using movie titles okay people do that um, on facebook hmm? people do that on facebook now really yeah they talk about the they describe like their sex life. Oh yeah, say your sex life by with a movie title with movie titles. Right? They did. I saw one describe the best part yeah. with like a movie title. But it's like, you know, I tried for the hardest time to really craft a closer because I felt like, like that that was what was going to get you seen on the road. And it's a funny time we live in right now, Thomas. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but it's like, in the past, um, it was almost reverse. Like you would make your name on the road in comedy clubs yes. someone and then that would be your stepping stone to the other media stuff mm-hmm. but it's almost like now people have to cut their teeth in social media yeah. and and television first mm. to get those numbers in the comedy clubs but, on the road but at the same time if back if we go back before like times of now uh, Hollywood came to you 
yeah. instead of you having to go to Hollywood. Like you, if you had an idea, like like you would got you would go to Hollywood and they give you an idea. You yeah. do this, but now you have to come with an idea. Yeah. And you have to, of course, bring the presence now as far as like being on YouTube and getting 20 million hits on. For sure, man. Just saying one phrase. I gotta say this, Thomas. We've been uh, we've been talking for over forty minutes, and uh, the entire time you've had your hood up, and it's uh, <laughs> it's been kind of creeping me out. No, well, I'm, just, know, I'm just kidding. You know, afterwards, you, I, I forgot to stole your computer afterwards and run out of here. You, Go back to second. Are you cold? <laughs> I stay cold, man. I wait one thirty. So I usually uh, I'll close my show my episodes with uh, with a guest. By playing a game called Five Horrible Questions. Oh, man. <laughs> Shadow Man on all of them. And no, they no. are, some might say tough questions, some might say awkward questions, but uh, <laughs> all right. feel, feel free to answer as many as you like. Give or, me your time. Or not. Just give me some time. They're pretty, they're pretty easy. So uh, first question is, if somebody was going to give you $50 million to never tell a joke professionally or personally, would you take it? No. Uh-uh. See, no. that's that's how that's I know easy. I know a true comic. There was like three guys I interviewed last couple of weeks, and they were all like, "Of course, yeah." How, how old are they? They were like in their forties. Yeah, they yeah. really quit. <laughs> I, they've already quit. Yeah. So, uh, question two: Do your best famous person impression. Oh man, I don't. You can't do anybody. I don't think I have one. <laughs> I've never no, I don't, man. All right, I, you gotta try. You gotta try um, somebody. Everybody can do Bill Cosby. No, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You got nothing? I got nothing. I've never really tried to do any impressions of anybody. All right. Which is weird. I think as a comic, I think we all try to do impressions of somebody. So you do you do a, a voice that's hilarious though. The oh what that guy. <laughs> that I told you about. You the creepy guy that's asking people into his basement. <laughs> Anybody want to go down the basement? Say something weird with me? That's just so silly. <laughs> I love that voice, man. That voice is hilarious, dude. That's a cartoon voice. Well, I used to, uh, I still do the bit from time to time, but I used to do a bit about uh, um, doing a show for 40-year-old divorce ladies. <laughs> and they were all hitting on me after the show because I was in my early 20s. And yeah. Then, and then I was like, if that show wasn't bad enough, then I had to do a show for like, 70 and 80 year old ladies at some point oh, and i go they were still hitting on me like so one lady comes up to me and she was like you're very funny <laughs> you want to go back to my room and have sex with me and every time people after the show would be like that's the creepy guy from family, family. guy right and i go no i'm no, just doing no. an old lady that voice not, and, and that's the like, problem yeah that's the problem <laughs> you came out before family guy did yeah <laughs> But then I started watching. I was like, "It is close." I just got to try to figure out how to do the whistle. (laughs) I got some popsicles for you. You know, it's kind of close. That's so good, man. (laughs) All right, name a comic you don't get along with, and why? (laughs) Comic I don't get along with, and why? You've never had a beef with anybody out on the road? Anybody you've ever run into where you're like, I don't like this guy? I don't guy. like this person. Yeah. Um, well, if you have to think that long, there's yeah, no, no. usually there's somebody right on the top of your tongue. It's there? Nah. Yeah. Uh, 
then we'll move on to the next one and say, what is the meanest thing you've ever done to a person on purpose? (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious. Uh, I do this a lot. I I (laughs) I do this a lot. (laughs) This is what... Like one of the things that like I'm very quiet as a person and I don't like people that are very unpredictable like I mean like that are predictable. Yeah. And so like if I don't want to talk to you and I, I I some reason I have this feeling that you're going to come to me and ask me questions. Yeah. Then before they get to me and ask me questions out loud I would say questions. I would just sit there and be like questions and I know they're going to start asking me questions. So they they're like oh I'm not going <laughs> to just walk away. I know you got I'm questions. assuming that yeah. that's like newbies in the comedy yeah, man. scene that want to talk to you and they're, they're like, like questions questions and yeah, they, they just walk away I just, they're just like oh i'm not gonna that is kind of a dick move man I, I, you're seven I, I, years I, in these are new people that want to know you have to pass on your knowledge well you know hey <laughs> i gotta see your consistency first i would love to see if you're stuck here for a year I'm like it, all right it, all right it is funny like because you end up giving um, advice to people like, when they leave. There's like two sides of a comic a lot of times. Like we, we get really nervous about giving away too much information because yeah. like we struggled so hard for it. Mm-hmm. It's like we don't want to we don't want to help you out well, that mean, much, you know. But then again, you, you kind of want to, you know. You just want to make sure that they're in it for the long run. Yeah. Personally. Like, because you want to make sure they're serious about it. Yeah, if it. I give you an hour of my time and then you bounce, like you're done the next day. I'm like, yeah. what the? I, get, I like. What's the point? I like that sort. So, are you married, girlfriend? No, single. Okay. Too single, I guess. So that question won't work. <laughs> you can ask was, it anyway. Uh, reveal something you've never told your wife on the podcast. <laughs> A lot of comics have actually answered that question. I've actually the shit out of me. I, 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 <laughs> I'm not married. I have a girl, but I've yeah. done this before. Uh, I was dating a chick, and I've actually. Uh, I almost I tried to talk to a mother before mean, we actually got together. You mean to like, like be with the mom for a single mom? Oh man, that sounds crazy. And then but next I thing like you it. know, I was with the with the daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, I'm it, just, sound, it sounds I'm, like the beginning of a movie on Pornhub. To tell you the truth, <laughs> I was trying to make a movie on is Pornhub. Ca- is, <laughs> is Callie here? No, she's at uh, volleyball practice. Great. But, uh, can you help me uh, fix the sink? I sure can. That is code. Unclogging pipes. Uh, so I guess we'll have to go to alternate question five, <laughs> I can't which is uh, the fifth and final question, alternate five. Have you ever broken the law and got away with it? Uh, and it was something that if you did get caught doing it, you would have done se- uh, severe, severe jail time. time. No. Oh. Well, no, I've, I've been suspected. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. But uh, in different states, too. <laughs> in different states. I, I live in Dallas. <laughs> I go I went to, I go to Indiana because I have friends yeah. and close family up there. So I go to Indiana. And uh, a friend of mine who's who is a twin, yeah, he got pulled over, right? <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> we were in this car, and she she looked at his license like, "Oh, this is we looking for your brother." I was like, "Oh, okay. What did what did your brother do?" <laughs> and then they looked further in the car. I was like, "Can we see your your ID too, sir?" I was like, "What I do? I'm just here to visit. I haven't been here in a couple years, and I'm just here to visit." They're like, oh, "We need shit. your." I'm like, "All right." And then you don't have to give it to him, man. I, I mean, you I can this refuse thing, it. I, yeah, yeah, you're right, right. 
and have this podcast. Yeah, right. All right. Like I will be here. Okay. And do severe jail time because I refuse to give him oh, my shit, ID. Man. You try to give me a trouble, man. You got uh, anything you want to promote here um, on the podcast to the hundreds and hundreds of listeners? I let's see. I will Twitter. be back in Texas next week. I, I um, Fort Worth Hyenas Comedy Nightclub. I'll be there Friday and Saturday. Two shows there. Two shows Friday and Saturday. And then on the twenty first, I will be at Morty's Comedy Club at oh, seven cool, o'clock man. on the twenty nice. first. And you got a Twitter? Done. Twitter. Um, T N comedy. You can look up T N comedy. Okay. And it, everything come Take up. T N comedy dot net. Okay. For my my website, it's actually going to go down for a little bit. I'm going to okay. revamp it, but just just stay on it. It's going to that code for like it's really cool. It's going to be really cool when it comes back. Oh, but yeah. going down, going down just means, means you're shutting it down. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah going I, I, down I, I, at T N dot com. I'm going to miss a payment. And <laughs> So, just keep your eyes open for that. It's going to be dope, man. Thomas Nichols, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me, Shadow Man fan. (laughs) Only one. We're only two. Shadow Man. (laughs) Thank you. And that was Thomas Nichols. Check him out on the internet. And uh, if he's in your area, he's a very funny kid. Um, You can get this uh, podcast at Podbean and iTunes and Stitcher. Check out my website, uh, largedrunkman.com, for my upcoming tour dates. I'll be all over the country until December, until the baby comes, and then I'll be uh, incognito for a while. But uh, keep an eye out for me. A lot of projects on the horizon. So thanks for tuning in, and tune in next time when we uh, talk about who knows. And a couple quick thanks to uh, my sponsors, um, LeesTees.com and KBRemodelingInc.com. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Yeah, the darkness coming. What's the problem, Magneta? I had a dream, Shadowman. A real bad dream. A dead side dream. The five are here. The herald of the apocalypse. Deacon's fire confirms everything I feared. The end's common, Shadow Man. An ancient prophecy tells of the return of a great evil to Dead Side. A terrible force gathering dark souls to its darker heart and using their power to cross over into this world and bring about apocalypse. I must stop this evil from bringing about the end of all things. Only you can do it, Shadow Man. You are the walker between the worlds. I can't go dead side, and Jaunty's next to useless in both worlds. You are the only one who can do anything about this. As it ever was. But you ain't never confronted anything like this evil. It's so pure, not even the ancient protectors of the dark souls could destroy it. They could only banish it from dead side. They knew it'd come back one day. Hence the prophecy telling of its return. The power of the ancients is all but gone now. And the dark souls that evil desires lie unprotected. What you gotta do, Shadow Man, is to go dead side and recover the dark souls. Take them into your own protection before evil gathers them to its terrible heart. Okay, so let me get this straight. If I don't recover these dark souls, then the world's gonna end. Am I right? You got it. 
kid. Look, I gotta go. I've got a lot to do. Take Deacon's file and meet me at dawn at the church on the hill. I've kept your stuff safe for you. I hate this shit. Just a pawn in Nettie's master plan. She moves me in mysterious ways. And brother, sometimes she really does move me. Can't do nothing about it since, nice as you please, she knitted my ribs into the mask of shadows. I got nothing left anyways. My fault Luke's dead, and mom and pop too. I deserve everything I get. Every bad thing that comes my way. Can't live, can't die. Dead side's the perfect hood for me. A nowhere place. The asshole of the universe. <laughs>